set limits. I was talking to some parents recently, and they were sharing with me that their daughter was getting married not in the church. And they said, Father, how can we, how can we make our daughter get married in the church? So my reply was, can you make your daughter get married in the church? Can you make your child do anything? No. That they have freedom. And so at the same time that the Lord is inviting this daughter to turn to him in faith, it's also inviting the parents where they see the limits of their ability and their limits of control. Can they acknowledge that and surrender everything else to God and his power? Do I believe that God has power over all things? Or are there things that are outside of his control? In our gospel, we see the disciples feeling overwhelmed by this storm. That the waves are breaking, this violent squall, and they feel like they're perishing. Like everything's going against them. That all, all this stuff's happening that they can't do anything about. And, and it's interesting because Jesus is right there with them. That Jesus is the reason they're even in the boat on the sea. That, that he's a part of it. And he's with them. But what's frustrating them is here he is in the stern, asleep on a cushion. That we're going through this terrible time. And here you are, asleep. Like, God, I mean, don't we feel that? Like, God, I'm going through this, and it feels like you don't even care. Our world is, is, is crumbling in so many ways, you know? Our country is divided. Our, our, our church is at odds with each other in so many ways. Like, why, why have you left at such an important time? That's how it feels. But the invitation is to remember what God does with his power, that Jesus is right there. That he's actually at, at ease, at peace in the midst of the storm, perhaps resting in the Father's care, knowing that the Father would never allow something that would overwhelm us. That's in our first reading from the book of Job, that God is the one who sets limits. That when the sea was coming forth and the clouds and the darkness, that the Lord is the one who said, okay, no further. That God actually can stop things. And the fact that he doesn't stop them is because somehow it's, he's still in control and that those things are actually at work also for his plan. God doesn't allow bad things to happen. But he's so powerful and good that he can take the worst of things and bring good from them. So that's our invitation is can I trust when it feels like all this stuff is falling apart, all this stuff that's out of my control, where I feel helpless? Maybe, maybe I'm actually not supposed to control those things. Maybe I'm supposed to take the one power that I do have and exercise it, which is what the disciples do. They turn to the Lord 
in the middle of the storm. They turn to Jesus. They say, don't you care that we're perishing? Which is our invitation that, that whatever I'm experiencing, my helplessness, my frustration, my hurt, my fear of, of where are we headed? Where are we headed as a church? Where are we headed as a country? Where are we headed as a family? Whatever, whatever it might be. Where do I take that? I take it to the Lord. And he wants to hear all about it and replace it with his calm. With a, a new awareness of his power over all things. Do, do we really believe, this is the act of faith, do I really believe that God is still in control? Do I believe that God can still move all things for good? Do you see how that invites our own faith? Just like the disciples were invited to faith? On this Father's Day, it makes me think of every act of fatherhood, which is a conscious choice, is an act of faith also. That, that a father, in the face of what's expected of him in marriage and in fatherhood, a father looks at that and says, I, I actually can't, <laughs> I can't do that. The way you deserve to be loved, I actually can't do that. And so to step out in fatherhood is to say, I believe that God who has called me to this, because no child is born without God's blessing, of course. If we're here, it's because God sees us as a blessing. That God is there able to make good, make something awesome from my own limited ability. If you, one of my favorite movies has this theme of fatherhood. I was telling the students on Thursday about it. If you've seen the movie, A Quiet Place. Now, it, it's a little bit of a scary film. I don't like scary movies, but I like the themes that are in it. There's the theme of fatherhood. That in the midst of a world that, that looks and says, a child's the worst thing that you could do. A child means your own downfall. And why would you do that? That's foolish. That this family has faith and brings forth this child, this gift. This father, he fathers his son, he fathers his daughter in very beautiful, loving ways, teaches his son how to find freedom. And there's a moment in the film in which he shows them a father's love when he's willing to suffer himself in order to protect his children. It's beautiful. The, the more recent film of A Quiet Place too. I won't... I won't give you too many spoilers if you want to see it. Um, in A Quiet Place too, it's, it takes fatherhood to the next level. It, it actually, I think, speaks a little bit of spiritual fatherhood or you know, surrogate fatherhood. Because there's so many people in our world today who don't have a father figure. Or at least one that they look up to and respect and receive the care they need from them. You know, especially when you have like 50% of children being born outside of wedlock or without father around. That what's called forth now is for men to stand in the breach and to be a father for others. And you can even think about it. Who are the men who have been that father figure in my life? Maybe we had a great father, hopefully. But even still, who were those other men that had the courage to step into my life in their own imperfection? And to be a witness, an example, a protector, a teacher, an example of love.
And so today we, we just thank God for those figures and we pray for the men would, that would have the courage. All men are called to spiritual fatherhood, just like all women are called to spiritual motherhood. And then some are called to physical fatherhood and physical motherhood. But that the men, there's a need for, for, for men of faith and courage and love who are willing to, to step out and to have faith in the Lord, that the Lord has it. And to open the door so that they might become better men in, in the Lord. And so today we, we, we recognize that God puts a limit on what's going to come to us. That God is faithful and he will never let us be tried beyond our strength. And what God wants to do is to take the set limits of our own faith of what God can do and blow it out of the water. To expand our trust and faith in the Lord that his love and power is so much bigger than what we think.